When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. recorded any of that stuff at the beginning you're terrible for that well you? a sorry, little bit sorry, you have I'm a lot do, going on i'm doing three things at once and you guys surprised me with aj being back yeah i brought aj in a suitcase i snuck him into my suitcase he popped out naked surprised adam <laughs> and you know what i'm so off my game right now by the way i'm switching cameras here it's just like uh, you'll be talking and i won't be on you i'll be talking i'll be on you i already had the worry that that was going to happen because you've actually been engaging in the last few podcasts pretty good but now you're back to just producing, you little bitch. Oh, so, okay. So I'll I'll uh, mute myself. Hey, look, before we dive into anything. Oh, we rolled it back. You know how we're, there's uh, that love for the old Papa Chong's? Papa Chong? What's oh. your favorite color, yellow or red? I want, I want yellow. I want red. Okay. Got you guys some nice some t shirt shit yeah boy yeah nice throw nice oh, catch oh great look at that for for you all just listening to the audio podcast you can hear that crinkly you gotta you gotta come check out the YouTube live stream podcast to see that crinkle crinkle straight from Thailand that dime of a pass you know I'm wearing this next podcast you know what's weird I think I have my uh, the, hold the thing back up I was fucking Challenge, around son. I was fucking around with green screen stuff and I think. There's a filter on that because you can see through it. <laughs> on the green, Chong? On the green, yeah. I got it so, well, well, good Good thing we don't have any. What about my socks? Yeah. You, <laughs> you're like, oh, there we go. Hang on. <laughs> yeah, they're chrome. They're chrome-owned. You're chrome out. out. chrome out. Oh, there we go. That's not a derogatory how statement. Long, how long? Gray. I have no idea how long that's been on for. That must have been on like the last few podcasts. Because all of a sudden, we just we went from black and white into coloration. Well, good nice. thing. Good thing the Cowboys jerseys don't have any like. That's what I mean. If <laughs> if, if it had it blue, we we'd be invisible right now. But AJ, welcome back. It's good. I mean, it's kind of weird sitting over here again. I was kind of getting used to the the battle station over there. Yeah, just enough. But this is kind of nice. Not gonna lie, it's kind of nice. You you set it up. You got all the articles today. I basically showed up and I just sat here and uh, now we're rolling. 
Um, we're into it. It's good to have you back. It feels it feels better. Smoke weed every day. Getting vape tend right <laughs> off the hop or what? Uh, yeah, I just took a nice little vape hit. Here, here's here's the the chunk. I think yours is the same. What size is, is the, it? I got them. Uh, believe extra large. Okay, good. Extra large. Oh, he's going for it. He he got rid of our own. Ad got rid of our own uh, merch to put on the red. Uh, chang. Alex says Chong, which I'm sure is how it's supposed to be said. I've Say always chang. said gra- I've always said grab a Chang. I, it, 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 that's what I said too, but then you just get corrected so many times. Yeah, that, that you just stop. Say okay, I'm gonna say it. How? Yeah, fair, fair enough. How say, how's it fit? It's like uh, the kids would wear them, you know, baggy and nice, and that's it'll cool. shrink a bit. That's it'll shrink a bit. Yeah. All right. So what do we got going on? We're lo- so. Any, if you're looking for any of our socials at Cowboys Can Fan, uh, that's all we're gonna say. We got the TikTok, the YouTube, the Instagram. We got it all. If you're looking for any of it, it's, it's at Cowboys Can Fan. Yeah. It's easy to find. Uh, we're kind of in that weird stage right now, waiting for training camp. Mini camp, mandatory mini camp uh, came and came and went. The Cowboys didn't even. I think they practiced once. Uh, OTAs are done. So now we're basically waiting. We're in the waiting game, and uh, we're waiting for training camp, which isn't until. Like I think I think it starts the end of July, so we we got a little bit of a a month of, at, like no news really. Kind of might, there might be some free agent signings, but we said this last year. It's kind of like the Sahara of Cowboys football right now. Yeah, like everything is all older information. Top seven defensive lineman of all time. Like that, <laughs> when you type in Cowboys news, it's just like there isn't any. Yeah, there the yeah. so the main thing there could be. This is the the time of the year that's all speculation. Like, we got this five bold predictions coming up, but there's also, like, um, there might be a free agent signing coming up. I can't see the Cowboys getting another big free agent on until maybe training camp if a player goes down and they really need to fill a hole in their roster. Other than that, I think the Cowboys from now till training camp, is it's going to be a lot of speculation. We should talk at some point fantasy football. We, yeah. we never really do that. We all play fantasy football. People love fantasy football. I mean, well, I'm not very good at fantasy football, but I've played forever. I think we're just, I think honestly, when we're t- we, we talked about launching like a fantasy football cast or whatever, I think we just roll it into these episodes during season or closer to season. If it, if they become an hour and a half, when you clip that 30 minute fantasy football talk, like we'll have a whole segment yep. where we're strictly talking fantasy football and we're allowed yep. to, to, to do it. So go out of the cowboy uh folklore bi- biodome <laughs> yeah which and, would be all right and and we keep talking about it but i think now that aj's back we could uh get a, a cowboys can fan discord server launch and then we'll we'll open yep. up our cowboys right. can fan uh, fantasy football league to all of the the fans that have been tuning in um over the last year have been have been saying that if we do a le- our own league they're going to be in so oh yeah so what do we got here? Five bold predictions for the Dallas Cowboys prior to training camp. Are we just going to scroll down through this and kind of see and talk about each point? I, yeah. I think that would not be a bad idea. None of us have uh, read any of this, so let's like get through the the shock and awe, but also throw in like we love bold predictions here. We're big boulders, and so uh, <laughs> Br- Brian Martin of Blogging with the Boys has this article. Uh, oh shit! Let's check it out. Oh, uh, well, that's that's great le- le- latency today. Great latency. Oh, shit. So, Kilo C's in the house. Kilo! Smoke weed every day. Look who's back, Kilo. 
Getting vape ten, Todd. <laughs> uh oh, we're we're not making it to the I end don't of even the know episode. What I just did with my hand. <laughs> <laughs> so Tristan Hill finally proves his doubters wrong. Unfortunately, immaturity issues landed Tristan Hill in the doghouse with the Cowboys coaching staff as a rookie and a season-ending injury in his sophomore season that lingered into year three. Further stunted his development. Now healthy and a full off-season to prepare. Dallas' former 2019 second-round pick has no excuses not to play at a high level entering a contract year for him. While his immature and health issues hopefully now behind him, number 72 has a chance to finally prove his doubters wrong, and that's exactly what we are predicting. That's right. Hill is primed to have a breakout season in 2022. All of the traits, size, strength, agility, that made him a second-round pick should be on full display throughout training camp practices and in preseason games. The good thing about this... Preseason? Preseason. The good thing about this is he's basically like a... He hasn't had a chance to even play in this play early, so it's kind of like a bonus second round pick for us this year. You know what I mean? Like, I want to thank each and every one of y'all for all you've done to your bodies. <laughs> what the hell is that even from? I don't know, but I, he, that's a long ass one. That's like one that I would have rolled. That was with. like an ad one. I thought it was just, I want to thank each and every one of y'all. But uh, it, it's, it's, it's the wrestler dude in, in the uh, bleachers who starts crying when he finds out that wrestling's fake. <laughs> From what though? <laughs> it's I think it's in a wrestling documentary. If you Google it, you can. Oh shit! You can okay, see you look. I'm not. Don't don't. But, don't sorry, give Ann. us your folklore. No, I'm just basically saying this. It this with Tristan Hill finally healthy. It's kind of like we have this bonus player that we haven't really had a chance to see. Like I can't even. I I can't. Hey. Uh, for, since 2009, I can't even describe a play that I remember Tristan Hill being a, a part Dude, of. Here's a bandwagon boy. Question for you: Who the fuck is Tristan Hill? A uh, defensive tackle. Okay, because they <laughs> 2019 second round pick. I could have told. To, uh, you could tell by the number, except for I don't know those well enough. But yeah, so he's defensive tackle. He's gonna, which is great because we our defensive tackles are looking strong. Like we got that Ridgeway dude, uh, Osa, who was our third round pick last year. Um, Neville Gallimore, like, and and throw Tristan Hill in here. This, like, they're saying if he. Well, one, he's in a contract year. This is going to be his final chance to prove it for the Cowboys. Like, if he doesn't have a good year this year, he's yeah not going to be on the team next year. And may, maybe finds his, finds himself out of the NFL altogether. What what's the? Uh, I mean, maybe this is something that that I can look up. But what it, do you know? Like, what we run mostly? Do we run two nose? Yeah, so formations? we run we run four three, right? Four, like three. four three. So four uh, linemen. And then three linebackers, but it's kind of like a variation with Micah, right? Like yeah. they have different they have different uh, looks where we it seems like we have more like more of a three four type thing, but uh, usually d- uh, two defensive tackles, two uh, defensive ends or edge rushers, and then but Dan Quinn's really good at switching that up. Sometimes D Law ends up playing d- tackle, right? But it's still you're still basically that four mm-hmm. three shell type thing. Yeah, no, no, I I just I mean that's good if they're two of those defensive positions are going to be a defensive tackle like more more times than not, then uh, it's nice to have that depth. Oh, well. Let, well, let D-Law play a little bit more in his, his natural, natural habitat. Well, look at how many times last year the Denver game being a prime example where it felt like every time the opposing team ran the ball, they were getting, you know, seven yards, eight yards, 20 yards, uh, you get two huge big body defensive tackles in there that can stop the middle, and it's a huge part. You bounce them outside, and then you got guys like Micah and D Law who can make the plays instead of these motherfucking running backs just 
open up up the middle, free range right at LVE, who we know ain't making the tackle. Yeah. So the, it'd be good. Allegedly. Allegedly. It's it's been a long time since the Dallas Cowboys have had like a very strong front four. So it's like Dallas is going for it. So hopefully Tristan Hill can finally figure his shit out or he will be gone. Yeah, well you know what? Love it or hate it, this is what this type of season's uh blog articles are for. So I uh, I salute Brian or whoever it was that wrote this. Brian, I salute him for uh you know, finding something fun for us to go. Well, through. yeah, and it's like you said, you you didn't even know who the fuck Tristan Hill was, right? So it's, it's a good way. It's a good way to broaden our knowledge as Cowboys fans and another guy that we can watch going through the season. Because now, say week one, Tristan Hill comes through and gets a big sack on Tom Brady. He's going to be fresh in your mind, and you're like, yeah, yep. he's sticking around. He's in a contract here. <laughs> uh, Kilo C says that you're in third down mode right now. Who is? Oh, <laughs> hey, um. Tony Pollard, next uh, next uh, point here. Tony Pollard shines. I always say that wrong, don't I? Don't I, I don't know. But you know what Tony we haven't Pollard. done yet? Tony Pollard. Crack him if you got him. Crack him if you got him, baby. Crack him if you got him. Well, is that Vegas? Yeah, it's the Vegas. <laughs> That's the Vegas. Crack him if you got him, baby. <laughs> Tony Pollard shines in versatile running back wide receiver role. Now, this is really interesting. Uh, do you want me to read this one? Or? Yeah, you spit yeah. it. Spit okay. it. Spit Tony it. Pollard may or may not be the next Debo Samuel, but the Dallas Cowboys would be wise to finally use him in a similar type of running back wide receiver role in 2022. Already in minicamp and OTA practices, he's been spotted split out as a wide receiver in the slot more often, which hints to him being involved more offensively. But how much and how often remains to be seen. After putting up a total of uh, over 1,000 yards, 1,056 total yards as a runner um, and receiver last season. So I think he had like 700 rushing yards and 300. Something like that. Yeah. And that doesn't even take into account his return yards either. Yeah. Which is, the guy's like a switchblade. Yeah. Um, Increase in touches should make number 20's production skyrocket in 2022. Don't be surprised at all to see him performing as one of the best playmakers the Cowboys have in training camp and preseason games. We all I haven't f- even been. Look, I'm so, I'm so all over the place today. I was on <laughs> Anth and I have you haven't even on. changed. No, I have, but I haven't. But I got. Wow, you're gonna be over here pretty soon, and I'm you gonna be man in the. Oh my god! That's just all I have to say. Uh, do you think if we bring up the? I was gonna say bring up the stats for uh, uh, Patterson, like in turn, in someone who's in a dual role, either Debo or Patterson. What's the dual yardage that they had? Like, what's the top? I don't know. Let's find out. De- yeah. Debo, I think, had like I think Debo had like fourteen hundred yards in um, both. No, sorry, not total yardage. I mean, like, let's say uh, they have eleven hundred rushing and nine hundred uh, well, reception. That's what. Let's AJ has Patterson up there, and then he's gonna get Debo up. I think. I think Debo had like my guess is Debo probably had like eleven hundred receiving and like three hundred rushing. That's my guess. So Patterson had six hundred, only six hundred eighteen yards rushing. 548 receiving though. So he was at he was just over 1100 yards and he had 11. So and you got to think though Patterson uh Patterson didn't really get into that role right at the start of the season. So having 11,000 yards and then 11 touchdowns, that's quite that's quite impressive. Cuz he wasn't even doing that for the Falcons right at the start of the year. Patterson started midway doing that. So 11 touchdowns, 1100 yards, that's pretty respectable. And then so Debo has to have killed that. Yeah, I was going to try to pull up just all of the... Um, yeah, we should get Patterson up, Debo, and then uh, TP20. 
and we can kind of look at. Uh, I mean, Derek. Oh, wow. Hen- okay. So- Derek Henry would have been uh, up there if he didn't get injured for most of last year because he he takes some reception snaps, right? Yeah, I mean, out of a running back, but it's not like it's not He's like not a, like Patterson or, or Debo. Debo, I just quickly saw there. He had fourteen hundred yards and three hundred uh, rushing. Like that's seventeen hundred yards total. Just do how you're doing it, AJ. That's fine. So that's pretty. That's that's super impressive. Sorry, I was just used to ants, uh, ants um, minimizing and and zooming in for me. Um, Maybe it's a Mac thing. Twenty twenty one, seventy seven receptions for fourteen hundred yards. It doesn't look like they're showing his. There you go. PFF right there, 2021. You got his rushing. So then 59 rushing, uh, 59 rushing attempts for 365 yards, a 6.2 yards per attempt. That is nuts. That's like, no wonder he's holding out. He had some God, man, I haven't looked at Debo's stats. He had some godly stats last year, man. Yeah. Brought me wow. all over, brought me pretty far in my one fantasy league. Yeah, he would have been just a fan. How many touchdowns did he have? Eight, and he had 14 touchdowns. 1,700 total yards. That is just, that is absolute beast. I like that move, Alex. Thanks. I just zoomed in. That's crazy. Yeah, he did, He wasn't doing the zoom in, so I was like, hey, can you move it over? And then he started to, like, expose his, his, his uh, laptop screen and his wiener. Started showing his wiener. <laughs> AJ, I don't know what you learned over on your travels. We do not show our wieners <laughs> on the live stream. Allegedly. Hey, I- That's for Patreon. Oh, sorry Whammy. about that. So okay. let's see TP20 then. DP twenty so, is gonna he's gonna look quite modest compared to these boys, but still. Pretty I damn mean, seven hundred and nineteen rushing yards, only two TDs, a five point five average. That's that's nothing to scoff at. Five point five uh, average, and then uh, where's his receiving? I mean, three hundred thirty seven yards. So he had a thousand. He had a thousand total yards. So yep. Patterson, he had TP twenty had more rushing yards. Patterson had more receiving. Patterson had more touchdowns. Uh, but I don't think TP20 had nearly as many touches. Yeah, Patter- that's, that's the main thing. He's put quite a resume, Patterson, hasn't yeah. he? As a 30-year-old man. His yeah. rushing, he only has a 4.4.0 rushing average. I, I might have to, because uh, I, I had uh, I had Debo in one league, and I had Patterson in another. Imagine he had both. I'd have had him both in one league, and then TP20. I'm just like this dual, this dual um, role TP20 guy. TP20 is hard to t- hard to start though. Look, look at this with Patterson though. It's pretty interesting because this is his total yards from scrimmage, receiving and rushing. And I don't know when he started, 2013. So 2013 till now, like he's been pretty mediocre with a good skill set until someone. Um, here in Atlanta, figured out how to use them correctly, and he popped off for eleven. Hotlanta, get it right. Hotlanta. Sorry. Well, he had the touchdowns. He, he was behind Adrian Peterson there in Minnesota for a while. Uh, where else did he bounce to? Was he there when Lieutenant Dan? That's Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Dan. Where else did he play? For for who? He Min- had, he's Minnesota, for Oakland, New. He was a New journeyman. Oakland. He was a journeyman. He was a journeyman before he. Uh, before he cracked it like he had it, son, it, in he, 2021. It's shitty for him, though, because he had this great year, and then they're going to end up just going back to whoever they had before they got injured. That's what's kind of happened to him. He, his whole year or his whole career, he's had these chances, and he's done all right, and then he just gets kicked back. But yeah. you can see he made a few Pro Bowls, but as a as a special teamer. So, Well, he is 30 years old, so, I mean, historically, unless you're like a Frank Gore. I think he'll get another I think he'll get another uh kick of the can this season. Possibly. I, I mean think wh- why would you go away from it? It worked. I think they'll use him, but but here's what's interesting uh 
Well, Alex is trying to figure his life out. I'm going to tell you the action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving customers, new customers, a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. You can throw down on all major action for baseball, golf, MMA, and more. Plus, with same-game parlays, spread money lines, over-unders, and props, your betting option feels endless. Best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. All you have to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code TPPN, make your first deposit, and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code TPPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Now, let's see if Alex can get his life in order. TP20's top right there. Yeah, there we go. TP20 is what I want to do. Just his... Uh, do they have his total yards here? Yeah. So, he keeps showing... Uh, yes, last year was his worst year compared comparatively, and he still got that four point four point nine. Um, last year, it's the, the bottom year one. Before. Last that, year was the, his, the, yeah, his. Oh, the, sorry, sorry. Last year was his best year. I'm sorry. 2020, his 2020 or 2019, 2019, 2020 season, right? Right. No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> 2020. Yeah, the 2020 season was his worst season out of his three. But look at the, this. He's he's had a shitty receiving and rushing touchdowns. Only two last year, and that's like where that's what separates him a lot from these other guys who are getting ten plus touchdowns. That's what separates the boys he, from the the, men. the thing with TP twenty. He gets taken out kind of when they get into the red zone, really, right? Like mm-hmm. so, Zeke gets a lot of those uh, red zone touchdowns. TP twenty all is touchdowns have been big break uh, right. plays, right? Like he's they're forty plus yard touchdowns. That's why they need to get him into the offense more. Like they need to put him in that slot or like have him and Zeke both in the backfield in, in red zone or just have him in motion. Just do some do some creative shit like they do in Atlanta and in San Fran. Uh Vanilla Pudding, uh Kellen Moore should be watching Debo Samuel and he should be watching Patterson to kind of see get ideas. The NFL is a copycat league. You copycat guys that have the same, like, if you have a guy that has the same talents as a dude that just tore the NFL up, you take, you steal stuff like that from their game plan. Like, there's no, there's no copyright in the NFL. If some, if you see something working, steal it for your team. Dallas Cowboys Chris showed up. What's up, Chris? How's it going, buddy? He says, Thursday nights, exclamation. I'm trying to keep up. What's up, brothers? What's, What's going up? on? Just talking about your favorite guy, uh, Kellen Moore. Bring, bring him up. Because. Kellen Moore. Because we're always talking about this guy. And I think Chris was trying to, I think Chris was slamming us for just being all over randomly with our episode. Oh, I know he was. (laughs) But the reason this is a special because AJ came back. He's back in studio from the, from the, from wherever the fuck he was. He, he, he back. The best part about the the mega powers. Oh yeah, brother. The best thing about sitting on this side is I don't have to add have ad just randomly start touching my hands and <laughs> shit when I'm trying to I'm talking and I just feel this clammy grasp on my hand. So I'm I'm free from that. I um, actually am never clammy and I think no, that's clammy. that's uh I'm kinda clammy. It's a little bit warm in here today. I know. Well you're also wearing pants. Yeah, I don't know why I did that. Did did we talk about like is we Did we talk about your pants? Why don't you just step back for a second oh, yeah, and okay. give everybody a show? And Kilo C says he has a lot going on tonight in sports for me. So I'm trying to think who's playing tonight. Look at that. Here, let me give a little. I'm trying to think too for as far as sports because 
NBA finals are done. The um, Stanley Cup finals aren't on until tomorrow night. Yep. I don't, I don't know what would be going on in sports right now. Um, but, sorry, you mentioned... Fuck you, dickhead. You were starting to talk about Kellen Moore. Did we talk about that article on here? Um, the vanilla pudding one? Yeah. Did they... Which article? I don't know. Pull it up and let's talk about it. Okay. Well, we... we um, I mean, we didn't... You you wrote if you bring up Ant's thing you're you were talking about you're not agreeing with what PFF is ranking. Oh uh, well, PFF's weird though. Like PFF, so they first ranked him as the second top offensive coordinator, and then yeah, okay. So then they also were talking. The article you're talking about is the, how he has the least creative um, PFF. Kellen Moore has one of the least unique offensive schemes in the NFL according to PFF. So, but they still ranked him the number two offensive play caller in the NFL. So it's kind of I don't know. PFF's fucking weird to me, man. They they're kind of all over the the map. But I agree. I I don't think I don't think the Cowboys' offense is um, creative at all. It's very vanilla, uh, you might say. But it's been like that since uh, Linehan. Like we've been, we've always had issues with creativity uh, on mm-hmm. the offense, and I don't understand why. That's what I mean. Like, go watch the Kyle Shanahan. Go watch Sean McVay. Go watch some of these teams, watch their film, and then st- start taking little things that you think your skill players could do well. The the, the exactly, and the that's the new kind of NFL is finding these uh, multi, well, just like pure ath- athletes who can play multi multiple positions on offense, basically a, a receiver and a runner combination. Um, trying to find one of those for your team, and then. Building like a, I guess a, a a series of plays, perhaps, or maybe the entire playbook based around this player. And obviously, you want to, you need a skilled uh, um, quarterback in most cases. But that's what teams are looking for, like the Debo Samuels. Who was that kid from uh, the um, Panthers? Uh, McCaffrey? No, no, it was uh, Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. he plays for the Commanders now. Right, but he, that's where yeah, I think he's, he... He's kind of like a... He's another guy that could be a really good running back slash slot wide receiver. He's a wide receiver, but he could also take snaps. So PFF's yeah. basically saying, in keeping with the study of the offensive coordinators, PFF recently looked at how unique each offensive and defensive coordinator is in the NFL. Obviously, that is not exactly an easy thing to assess. It is worth noting that it isn't necessary for a coordinator to be unique to be successful, if a team or a coordinator is good at a certain thing, then why not do it at a high frequency? An argument can be made that being extremely un- unique in terms of scheme is being indecisive or not particularly successful at something worth repeating. Mm. So they're saying Kellen Moore doesn't need to be unique to still be a really a top two uh, play caller in the NFL, which I think being unique is just going to make you better. I think being unique would make it make you better, but sometimes you get to that overthinking. I think, uh, yeah, like look at some of the schemed out fucking plays he tried to do that just fell short, and he, he saw a college team run this play, and it just it, it didn't happen. Yeah, but it doesn't us. have to be a trick play. I know that's like, what you I'm don't saying. have to. You don't have to just use a different formation. Yeah, you never see the Cowboys running motion. You, like I said, have TP twenty and Zeke in the backfield. Um, Man, there's just a million that different things they can do. That is weird that we do. never see a lot of play action or in motion calls from the Cowboys. Yeah, It's because they stick to what Kellen Moore sticks to. <laughs> right? Like they don't, they don't, well, their game plan. They, they yeah. stick to their game plan and he doesn't go outside of it. Right. But you need to adapt in the NFL. 
why do you think like I I had posted that and someone had commented um I treason? No, it, <laughs> kill him. Kill him. <laughs> no, they were like, well, you're see, not a Cowboys fan. Well, they weren't Cowboys fans actually. They were like, well, it seems to be working. And I just replied, well, not in playoffs, like playoffs. Yeah, baby. Hit it. Do it. Hit it. Playoffs? Playoffs? <laughs> but uh See, I was like this. I was touching the water. We just yeah. we just I don't <laughs> know. Us looking like Ronald McDonald over here with fucking red and red and yellow. Um Kilo C said NBA draft, Astros versus Yankees, and talking about the boys. That's why he's big. He has a oh, big okay. sports night. Oh, it's the NBA draft. Wow, it's that the NBA drafts that much sooner after the finals. <laughs> I Crazy. guess or or he's just or he's just studying up. Studying up. Um Dallas Cowboy Chris says it's 103 degrees Fahrenheit in Arlington today. Jesus. And Kilo was saying uh, he was still sweating his truck on the way home. And that's what's in it now. Oops, that's the wrong one. <laughs> Smoke weed every day. 103 degrees. That's gotta be like 30, what, like 34? Which is gonna that's what's gonna, that's what's gonna be like this weekend. It's supposed to be like um, that. Yeah. Alex is gonna do the conversion right I'm now. I'm saying it's thirty four. So one oh three Fahrenheit to Celsius. Yeah, we're Canadian, so we gotta we gotta work on the Celsius. It's kinda like you could divide it by three usually. It's forty degree thirty nine degrees. Well that's that's like heat that's like when we were talking about we're we're at a heat dome. That's hundred and three degrees in Arlington. 39 degrees. Ooh. Fuck that. Ho- hopefully there's some sort of breeze. The, 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 the studio would be melting right oh, now. Oh, yeah. Like last, so last summer when we had that heat dome during this time, the stu- the, all the gear was fucking up because it was like... It, it was, was like, like 110. Yeah. It was 110 Fahrenheit. It's too hot. That's too Way hot. Way too hot. And, th- and this weekend we're going to get up to 35. Yeah, so that's got to be close to 100, maybe like 95. Um, okay, so we... I forget. We didn't finish the five bold prediction thing. <laughs> we got it just. So guess what? Don't care. But Alex is back in studio and we're we're free balling. No, we we we're <laughs> going back. We're going back there. We're just we just went off a little bit okay, here. Let me on, crack on, one, but if if I got one, so crack them in. Pass you got him, right there? Get it, get it in, you kid. Yeah, uh, I'll just quickly read the rest of this. It is uh, likely. It likely isn't surprising that the most unique. I hate that they say unique. Yeah. Like say cr- crack them if you got them, kid. Got crack, 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 crack. It isn't like son. It isn't likely surprising that the most unique scheme in the NFL in 2021 belonged to Kyle Shanahan and the San Francisco 49ers. Fuck them. With Cliff Kingsbury in Arizona and the Arizona Cardinals coming in second place, Sean McVay and Andy Reid predictably round out the rest of the top four. See, and those guys, I think that's what I mean. Take some shit from their playbooks. Andy Reid's always been a, su- a very good play caller. Take a little bit from them. Take something you like here. Take something you like there. Adapt it into what you like, and I think that's the perfect mix. Yeah, and and there is something to be said about uh, playing a fundamental game of football, but I think uh, when you have a weapon, and and maybe we're over excited about TP20, although I doubt it. We've never done that before in our lives. Been overexcited about a player. So <laughs> uh, One second we love him, one se- the next second we <laughs> hate him. Fuck you, Schultzy. Hey, whoa, <laughs> whoa, you, Schultzy. whoa, whoa. What about the five fundamentals? Let's I don't know. Keep I, honestly, I, I, I do not know if I can even get behind the five fundamentals. If Schultzy, if Schultzy comes out week one and goes 100, 100 plus yards, two tugs, we, we might let him back into our hearts. Yeah. Oh, 100%. but I need that week one. Yeah. You can block block us all he wants. You want to you want to cry like a little bitch all off season? Go ahead and block people. You gotta you gotta put the fucking you gotta put it out there. You gotta put it on film. Okay, uh, Schultz. You know what? And and Lila B is saying that we are all over the place tonight. Hey, Lila B, we're just excited uh, that uh, your third son or your fourth son, sorry, third son, your fourth <laughs> son is back alive. 
Alive, yeah. Yeah. Alive, all, I, all I, limbs. I keep and kicking. Ke- I keep seeing about all these, like, Canadians getting stabbed over. All the fear base to keep us locked in Canada. Was there stabbings? I don't know. There's two two oh. Canadians got stabbed in Mexico recently. Yeah, well, they shouldn't. Not, not in Cancun. <laughs> they shouldn't have been They shouldn't have been there. They shouldn't have got stabbed. Shouldn't have gotten stabbed. Sam Williams cha- challenges for starting job at right defensive We're end. back on the five bold predictions. Oh, five shit. bold We're, predictions. Okay. Five bold predictions going into training. Adam, camp. you 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 want to read this one or is that? I'll, I'll read this one. So with uh, Randy Gregory gone, taking his talents to the Denver Broncos via free agency, the right defensive end spot opposite Demarcus Lawrence is up for grabs heading into 2022. Dorrance Armstrong more than likely has the inside track to earn the starting job, considering his experience and knowledge of the system. But we can't rule out any other I players. I can't even take anything yours. I can't even concentrate <laughs> on anything you're saying. <laughs> I'm just, can, all I'm thinking is when is he going to stop? <laughs> but we can't rule out other players like Dante Fowler, Terrell Basham, Chauncey Golston, and or Sam Williams, and or Sam Williams. Who emerges as a favorite at right defensive end is a position battle to watch in training camp. With previous experience favors some of the other DEs who are probably ahead of him on the depth chart, Sam Williams' speed and athleticism is sure to catch the coaching staff attention. It's probably much more likely he will utilize a pass rush specialist as a rookie, but don't rule him out pushing for the starting <laughs> job coming straight out of training camp! <laughs> Jesus, I, I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> well, I haven't had a haven't had a fit like that in a while. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be fitzing over here okay, after that. But, but <laughs> and we, we we talked about uh, the chances of Sam Williams actually starting, and they were very they're pr- they're pretty good. Well, it was one in four, right? So, oh, so you mean yeah that that article that article due to Statistics, statistical. Not position. Sam Williams himself, right. but uh, a, a defensive lineman has a second round defensive lineman has a twenty six percent chance of becoming a starter in the NFL. So one in four. Um, but with our situation, I think Sam Williams, like if you could get through ads, whatever voice that was, uh, Randy. Hey, Kilo, tell since Anth has no idea what type of voice that is, can you tell him what type was of it? Voice boxing. That was? I, I I swear I'll never watch boxing. Um, with the right defensive end position being where it is, Sam Williams has a great chance to start. I don't even think that's a really bold, to be honest, especially with the emergence of like Micah Parsons last year. I honestly think Boxing. Sam Williams has a very good chance. Well, Box, if it is Boxing with the boys, Boxing with the boys. If it is, um, if it is a, a an all year prediction, that's a pre- it's not very bold. No, it's talking about the first week, first week might that, be a little bold. F- if it would have said first week yeah. starting, I, that yeah, at some point I you would you hope your second you, round. You, you don't think that he's going to start? You don't think he's going to start first week? No, not not. They just paid Dorrance Armstrong. Um, they signed uh, Fowler Jr. Like they brought guys in and they re uh, acquired guys to be there. So if he beats out a couple vets. That that's actually like Alex said, if he beats out a couple vets to start week one, that's a bold prediction. And right. I and and but if he's just gonna be a starter at some point, well we hope so. Yeah. Sagama Beach. Here here's here's <laughs> what we kind of want to see happen in yes. the, in this Alice. in this race is we we want Sam Williams to basically 
get to the top of the depth chart as quickly as possible, even if he starts fourth out of or fifth out of all these guys. I already have it in my mind that he's starting. Well, we, we, it out. it's going to be Armstrong, Fowler, and Golston, and probably Golston in, in the third. I'll, I'll give you, truth be told, when I, when I go into boxing mode, I blanked out, so I didn't even remember what the article said. <laughs> yeah. So his, I'll give you a little backstory. History, here's a little history of, like, second-round picks for the Cowboys. Sean Lee, second-round pick, didn't Done. start Didn't start week or year one. But guess who's up on Guess who's up on our fucking jersey wall? Who? Sean, Sean motherfucking yeah, Lee. Yeah, Sean Lee. Uh, yeah. D, uh, DeMarcus Lawrence, pick round two. Didn't start year Assistant one. Assistant coach now. Assistant coach, starter. So, I guess when you look back at past... Uh, folklore, Kilo C says. Folklore, yeah, that was some folklore. <laughs> this is absolutely folklore. <laughs> but if you look back at, if you look back at prior second-round picks... Randy Gregory didn't start year one because he was too busy blazing. He was too busy getting vaped, vape tend. Yeah, and good for him. Good for him, and good, good for him. Uh, now he's making bank. He can buy a lot of weed. This is why. This is why when ants like, oh, I'm going to be late. You and Alex start without me. It's like why we can't. Like, there's not a lot that we can bring to the table when you can just start to give history lessons to us. Well, folklore. About, oh or yeah, fo- <laughs> or, or folklore. Because we're not even going to fact check it. You said it with such conviction that I believe it's true. Well, you know what's funny? I said it with such conviction that I believe it. <laughs> That's the trick. If you just say it, I hope no one's fact-checking us right now. So who do you think are the two uh, starters? Like uh, like our right well, D I, I, Yeah, right and left. I think Dorrance Armstrong will be our right D end, and I think uh, obviously our boy uh, assistant coach, uh, player. Um, player coach. D-Law. Tank. He's like Tank. A- Rumble, you big tank. <laughs> Look at him. He's fucking, he hasn't been happy. Will you big tank? <laughs> I think those will be our two starters. And then, but every every defensive line does a rotation in the NFL, right? So Allegedly. Allegedly. So there's going to be guys rotating in and out. You just want the best, like, eight guys that can all be starters, but, you know, mm-hmm. they're just going to elevate each other. Yeah. At the end and, of the and, day. And uh, rotating in and out, keeping everyone fresh. If the skill level is... Uh... Like plays out correctly. That's time out. Yeah, time the fuck out. What I just skipped. My eyes skipped back past the fourth prediction and saw the fifth predict uh, prediction. Leighton Vander Esch looks like his former Pro Bowl self. No, that ain't that ain't <laughs> fucking happening. Read it, Ant. Oh shit! Read, I, uh, that you want me to? Read not, it? I, that is not. I want happening. you to read it and then instant reaction to each each sentence if you feel like it. In, in 2018, Leighton Vander Esch's rookie season, he looked like the next superstar linebacker, which was true. He did. He accumulated a franchise rookie record: 140 tackles, 102 solo, seven pass deflections, and two interceptions in 16 games with 11 starts. That production earned him his first and so far only Pro Bowl nomination. Since then, injuries and other issues have prevented him from producing those kind of numbers. Mm -hmm. Despite nearly a four-year hiatus, things are shaping up for nicely for uh, LVE to return to his former Pro Bowl self in 2022 after signing a one-year deal to return to the Dallas Cowboys. Not only did his play continue to improve down the stretch last season under the guidance of Dan Quinn, but he'll be leaned on heavily this season due to the current lack of depth at linebacker. Plus, playing next to a superstar like Micah Parsons should boost the level of play as well. I just think he's too, um, I think he's damaged goods. I think these injuries, these back and neck injuries, I think they've taken his psyche from being a 21 or 22-year-old rookie who didn't feel like he could be stopped, and he wasn't in his rookie season, to then getting hurt and having all this rehab. I think it's just lingering in the back of his head that he's not going to get to his former Pro Bowl self. 
he calls himself sloppy seconds in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I feel bad. I feel bad for the guy because he did have such an amazing rookie year. It was like, like they said, you were like, holy fuck. Yeah. We just struck gold with him. And that makes me nervous with a Micah, right? Like Micah, don't get me, don't get me wrong. Micah's rookie season compared to Layton's rookie <laughs> season is like up here. Like Micah's rookie season compared to a lot of rookies. anyone in the NFL. Was a lot, like, a lot of rookies, a lot of rookies was like up here. But it makes me nervous that it's hard to replicate the success of your rookie season. Like if you, it's almost like you come out of the gate too hot that everyone's now has this. Well, huge- everybody has a year of film on you as well in the NFL, not just not just coming from a, like a college program. Yeah, well, they have exactly. They can target you. They can see your weaknesses more so than you. Like no one knew how you were going to play in the NFL when you're coming out of college. Now they got a year uh, under their books. They can a full, like you said, a full seventeen games from last year to study. D- different attitude, though. I think with Micah, like he, like again, I, th- I, he has a, I think he has a mental aptitude to to c- overcome that sophomore slump. I do too. You're right. That's Parsons, a great point. Yeah. Micah has that men- like thing in his brain that he is the best yep. at all times, and he could in his brain he could be playing wide receiver. Uh, defensive lineman, linebacker, safety, punter, kick. Yeah. Like he feels like he could yes. do it all. And he honestly, he has. He the, probably thinks, man, I could probably throw a, a, fo- a football <laughs> yeah. better than Dak Prescott. Well, he, and, he, and he believes it's <laughs> yeah. so. He has that conviction of in himself, and he has the the physical abilities, right? Yeah. So yeah. that's what you want. Where LVE was always kind of like this humble guy. Like he, I don't, I don't know. Here, here's a fun fact. And this is why it, it makes me a true. If you put a bunch of white dudes on a on a board, and you said point out who what LVE looks like, I couldn't tell you. You couldn't. Look I tell, couldn't. You I don't could, know what LVE looks I like. I couldn't pick. I couldn't. You pick know what it. to do, AJ. <laughs> I couldn't. Boner alert. Boner alert. The funny thing is, you wouldn't. He look. He's got a. His neck is like this. He's got the huge, huge traps. Neck. He's trapzilla. And then he's just got. He looks like a. Like a, I don't know. He looks like just a a basic, uh, uh, rich white dude. Yeah, I mean, he just he, he he's like a blonde. He looks like a like late when I say when I hear Leighton Vanderesh, it's like I, a farm boy. He I feel like he's the dude. He's going to be like the bully in some sort of like team, like teen uh, dr- uh, uh, drama on the CW or something. Oh my God, that's Leighton Vanderesh. Just just duck him again. <laughs> oh, there's LVE. Oh, you can count on me waiting for you in the parking lot. <laughs> hey, Mister Gilmore, you can count on me. I, I I actually picture him being the uh, the one dude. I don't know if you guys watch Stranger Things, but Stranger Things season four, there's this the head jock of the town who like of, of Hawkins. Uh, I feel like that's who LVE was in high school. So I I haven't seen it. Oh. It's, it's so really good. Tell you. Yeah, it's really good. Alex can't even find a photo of him. No, I'm, I'm trying. The uh, internet was just bothered. Hey. hey. <laughs> oh, that is, subtle. is that a subtle shot? Hey. Hey. Uh, saying what you, just happening. Came, you just came back from, from Thailand and Mexico and Vietnam and Borneo, and you can't tell me that the internet here is worse. Period, motherfucker. Say it, say it, with, a straight, this, straight, say it with a straight face that it is. I never had any problems in my Airbnb. Are, are you bringing up random white guys? Like I see, like Matthew. <laughs> I see like Matthew Lillard on your screen over there. I see uh, Jason's uh, Jason. Siegel. I was just gonna bring up so, like <laughs> Matthew Lillard, young Matthew Lillard, and yeah, like, I, you can't. You can't. I mean, Matt, he Leighton Vander Esch kind of looks like Matthew Lillard a little bit. Like he, I think he. he could, <laughs> okay, bring it over. 
Hey, bring it over. What, Van Der Esch, you want to see? Yeah, let's see we'll Van see Der Show, show us. <laughs> Tonight show. on well, all new How do you want to see him? How do you want to see him? I want to see him raw. You want to see him raw? <laughs> I want to see him raw. Yep. Let's see LV. I already know what he looks like. I let's see it. This slide. suspense is killing me. I know. Jesus. Oh, sorry about that. Whammy. Oh, oh this is LVE. I know how to. I'll call the place from the line. Defense will never know what hit him. You are defense, LVE. What are you talking about? <laughs> do you think, what are you talking about? Do you think this is the real LVE? You got to bring him over. We got to see it. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's that time when AJ's at number. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> there he is. There's LVE. Leighton Vanderish football camp. Okay. Do you know what would be funny? We should try to get signed up for the Leighton Vanderish uh, football camp. Oh, he didn't block us, though. So I was thinking for some reason, like, he blocked us. How? I, I don't hate Van Der Esch. I don't. I, I mean, just sometimes hate, I sometimes hate the way he plays football. I don't hate. This would be the best clip. I don't hate Leighton Van Der Esch. And then, boom. Fucking every, tackle. Go to every fucking game that LV does something, and, and you uh, have some sort of soundbite. I feel like I'm critical on linebackers. Here's why. Because that's what you were. But here's why we respect LVE more than oh, yeah. Schultz. At this point. He has not blocked because, us. Okay. Yeah. We we equally threw shots at uh, LVE throughout the season, and he probably didn't care so much about his social media, or he, or he didn't know how to block. Muted. Yeah. He actually <laughs> looks kind of badass there. He kind of looks like a Madden-created player. He does. It's the neck roll. The neck roll. The neck roll. Oh. And, and look, I want to love him. He's got the neck roll, and... Uh, I mean, he has, a neck roll. He, he has a neck roll for a purpose, though. When we would uh, create players in Madden, because he does look like your generic Madden creative player. He had that before the broken <laughs> neck, though. Okay. But, okay, what I want you to do before we move on through this, uh, type in uh, Stranger Things season four, uh, uh, Jock Bully. I don't, I, don't, I don't even know what the character's name is. I can't remember. Yeah, Alex types that in, and Leighton Vanner's picture comes up. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Looks like it's just Leighton Van Der Esch. Oh, is the, the, I mean, the internet is a little bit zagamabichian. The internet it is could be my. He's, all, he's obviously not on 5G. Okay, well, while you guys are finding that, I'm going to talk a little bit uh, of the LVE here. He, I would love to have LVE get back to his former Pro Bowl self. It's not happening. Ain't happening. Ain't happening. And that is a, that is a bold prediction, though. Leighton Van Der Esch looks like his former Pro Bowl self. That is the definition of... Of uh, bold prediction. Why do you Why do you uh, think he's he's not going to be able to do it? I just think he's too I, I too, too long damage damage goods. It's too long. Twenty eighteen right was his right last good season. So type in Stranger Things season four basketball captain, and bring him up side by side with LV. <laughs> okay. And it totally is. It, 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 I mean, look, look, look. It's exactly what I said. Small town, small town, LVE. I don't know where he's from. I don't know anything about Nebraska. LVE. Oh, this is this guy. I'm from, just kidding. I don't yeah. know if he's yeah, from this Nebraska. Is Boise, Idaho. Oh yeah, that was LVE, definitely in, in 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 high school. Except that kid looks like that guy looks like he's out of high school. That guy looks like he should be <laughs> working for the city. No, this guy looks like he's playing. Uh, LVE, uh, uh, LVE in a made-for-TV made movie. <laughs> where, yeah. When 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 LVE used to play for the Hawks. Yeah, the Haw- <laughs> Hawkins, season four. The Hawkins That's Hawks. The, yeah. So is that their name? I don't know if that possibly. I mean, possibly. The Hawkins Hawks. Yeah. Anyways, I thought that was funny. LVE ain't getting back to his former Pro Bowl self. That's okay. the bottom line. Um, and let's go back to that last uh, 
what the fuck is this? That last one. Well, even reading this, though, Tyler Smith proves to be an upgraded left guard. Well, our left guard sucked last year, so I don't even think that's a very bold prediction. Yeah. I would hope so. Hey, they're try- he's trying. He's I-, trying. I, hope our- I hope our first overall pick is an upgrade out the dog shit left guard position we had last year, you know? Yeah. That's not even – I don't even think that's a bold prediction. That's just an expect – like, how Ad expects um, Sam Williams to-, to start and play well. I expect Tyler Smith to start day one. And yes. be an absolute beast off the out the out the gate, like, and, he, and 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 it'll be good for him just to probably get up to NFL speed, number one. But also, we're also getting true. all these good as well. ratings. Individual coaches, co- coaches are getting good ratings. Whether you like, I mean, you like PFF when it's go when they say things your way. I don't <laughs> though, really. No, no, no. I know Do, I, they confuse me. They do have like a lot of times where they release one uh, article that says one thing and then the next. Now, maybe it's because you have different opinions in, in the same building and that's kind of nice, but it is confusing where you're like reading these mixed kind of opinions using what, it, like, you know, using the stats that fit the narrative that they're wanting to. I just, the, share the with thing the with PFF is. They like you said, they'll say one thing about something like that new one that came up about Trevon Diggs being the top coverage corner, but then he's also was ranked PFF's like seventy six best corner. That's right. So yeah. I, it's just confusing. I don't know their metrics that they go off of, uh, and I find it like when they say Kellen Moore is number two play caller, and then they say our offensive line's great. I'm like, do you like were you yeah you use these metrics, but did you guys even use your eyes to watch? I think that's the biggest metric. If something looks and smells like shit. It's usually shit. It doesn't matter if it's ranked good. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, I, you can rank. Anyways, <laughs> RankMyPoo.com. RankMyPoo.com. <laughs> well, you can go to RankYourPoo.com and use. <laughs> Ooh, RankYourPoo.com. Use code. God. Yeah, use code. Cowboys can fan. Cowboys can fan. <laughs> poop. T- poop code. <laughs> For, hey there, poop fans. <laughs> All right. And we're really sorry about this one. This sponsor. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to pull up that. Uh article and an image that we had in our chat about digs i don't yeah, think we chatted that, about that, that. well i mean it's in our title of this episode um i mean we were going to stop we were going to talk about micah parsons saying he's going to break the sack record but we i think we just confirmed that someone with his mindset he's, he's going to say that every year he's going to say he that could have year. yeah Micah could have two sacks next year, and then year Ooh. three he's gonna say he was gonna break the record. That's well, just the type of guy he is, which is great. After we do the Trevon Diggs, I got I got a side I got a side bay a side uh, quest. I got a side quest that we can talk about. A well, maybe bay? we do the side bay while AJ finds this. Yeah. Okay. So I, I'm good at whenever you you want to go, but go ahead. Let's do it. No, no here let's August sixth. August sixth. What's August sixth? Double header at Madison Square Garden. Amanda Serrano and Jake Paul. Nice. Who's Jake, Jake Paul, Paul fighting? Tyson Fury. Oh, uh, not Tyson Fury. Tommy Fury. Oh, they are fighting? Yeah. And oh, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll stream and, that and Tom, for sure. Tommy almost backed out of it, and it was like zero hour. Jake was all on uh, Instagram and stuff calling him out, and then today they just said it's... So August, I mean, Nice. We'll stream that. He was, spo- he was supposed to be fighting Woodley last time, and then... Oh, sorry. He was supposed to be fighting him last time, and then he backed out. So. I read I read something about the other Paul fighting Mike Tyson. I mean, they talked about it. Okay, 
but you know, Mike Tyson said that he, I, you know, you could it, go against. I'm not going to be like uh, Floyd Mayweather, and I'm going to knock your ass out. That's why if he's going to knock you out, then I'm going to knock you out. <laughs> Mike Tyson's one guy I'll never make fun of, just in case I ever run into him. Yeah, that's for, that's for sure, and I hope I. I hope that wasn't making fun of that. Me, wasn't making that was making fun of impre- me. I, think I, I was doing an impression of what I know okay, Mike Tyson sounds it. like. <laughs> <laughs> they, they weren't bad impressions. I'm just, uh, I hope you guys never run into the champ. I mean, oh, man, they, now we're going to, you know what? I would fucking... love, I would love to watch the bandwagon boys. Night. <laughs> just sleep. Mike Tyson. <laughs> sleep it. Hey, Mike Tyson is on oh, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, no, you, it would be the Zach Galifianakis uh, punch. If from a hangover. Oh yeah. It would hey, be, he was cranked. No, pan, if you no got pants. Him. Pop yeah, him if you can got you him. throw me one of those? You can't. You can't throw you one of these. Oh, this yeah. is a Mickey. No, don't throw me. Don't throw me that, kiddo. <laughs> okay, T- toss me one, son. Oh, you're going through the mid. Oh, that is risky. Visit, hey, visit, visit. We still, we still, we got, still got it. it. Still Woo! got it. I don't have the. I crack him if you got him, son. I don't have the uh, the shotgun cam. That's what I'm going to call it. The wide camera in that room there is going to be called the shotgun cam. Shotgun cam. Shotgun cam's not working right now. I'm ju- I'm pr- I'm getting prepped here with those tosses for the uh, season because what I want to be doing is a lot of um, shotguns. Yep, every well, time. And you know what? You know the main reason we should crack them if you got them. Got the main, hey, hey, it's a DC. Don't. The main thing. The main thing we shotgun to <laughs> is a Trevon Diggs interception. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. and I think we should also do a uh, Michael Parsons sack, like sexually or. What do you well, mean? We I should mean, do a Micah Parsons sack. Like you want me to? Yeah, you want me to sack you like Micah Parsons does? It's this <laughs> new move I saw on the internet um, on all my favorite websites on all the, the XXX on, ones on all the TikToks. <laughs> no, the t- it's all called the, the kids Mike, are doing it. The, everyone's doing the Micah Parsons it's sack. It's so weird. Everybody's Micah Parsons sacking right now, and they're using <laughs> they're 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 going off to that. I'm not just trying to think of a, a, hey, a, a trendy song right now that would that n- would do it. Nothing's gonna beat the uh, Terry Tate office linebacker. Oh, oh no. that was gold. Terry Tate off his linebacker is the fucking man. Okay. Oh, no, I fucking, I deleted it when I updated. Jalen Ramsey gave up 200 less yards than Trevon Diggs with eight less interceptions, the same amount of TDs, and a higher completion percentage and QB rating when targeted. It's time to have a discussion. Hashtag Cowboy Nation. That's right, and this is actually a really nice uh, stat. there's a lot to it. You can see, of course, like you know me. I got as soon as I saw. Zoom in and go to your left a bit, bud. As soon as I saw, um, just a little bit. As soon as you saw these stats, you just oh. got all. You just got so. As like the boys are gonna be jacked for this. Uh, what we want to look at, and specifically, is this comp- composite score, which is just like a tally of everything. So higher is better in this case, and open percentage. Um, yeah, anyways, you can see the other things. Well, you got reps, targets, pass breakups, yards that yeah. he's given up, targets, percentage, uh, yards per reception. And, I mean, the open percent, I don't really understand what the fuck that even means. So o- o- Open is uh, the receiver it's himself. Percent, percent of targets charted as open. So when he wa- when uh, one of his one of the targets on a pass towards the player, he was... So that's open. Pr- so that's pretty crazy. Like Jalen Ramsey has zero percent. Same with Ronald Darby. Yeah, but as you can see, most of the most of the top have pretty low. You know, surprisingly low from what I would think, right? Yeah. But 
Hey, and shout out Anthony Brown's in the top 10. That's so right. We got, we got AB. two CBs up in this bitch. So this just what this just takes a total of all these uh, metrics and then it comes out with because this is the thing. They're saying that he only gave up 133 yards then. Because they're taking away, yeah, but they're talking about it in like a in as a press cornerback. Yeah, so so the, Jalen Ramsey is a right. press cornerback. Yeah, he is. Jalen Ramsey's the best press cornerback in the NFL. Oh, so then what the hell was Jalen Ramsey talking about in that in the video that you did? That, you not read the top comment in that? He's saying he's in phase. So what? Oh, it is, sorry, in yeah, phase, yeah, yeah, out yeah, of yeah, phase yeah, is yeah, how yeah, they yeah, stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jalen yeah, Ramsey. They both. Yes. Okay. I get yeah. It. So hey, guess what? So I'm a bandwagon. Boy. In so, phase, out of phase. Fuck you, dickhead. They play different styles, but. You still every corner, but every corner plays press coverage at yeah. some point. We'll we'll also look at this. This is the pass breakup percentage, and Trevon Diggs in in all of the uh, the top here, uh, the top ten players, fifty three point eight percent, and right next to him is Jalen Ramsey and then Jackrabbit Jenkins, but <laughs> and they're at fifty percent. So he's got a a nice nearly four percentage lead in in a very tight race. Really, they should have interceptions up here. Just, just, to, it, just to have, just to have sure, it. Sure, just to have it. I, I don't really, I don't really get it. I guess they tally like the re- total receptions and the total amount of targets. Well, no, reps is just that's not even receptions. Reps is just the amount of times it happened. So a hundred times he was in press. Oh, oh, I that's, see. That's I see. what that's what okay. that is. Okay. And then out of those hundred times, thirteen times he was targeted. He had seven pass break. Wow. So yeah, like you said, he's almost he's over fifty percent. So he's he's a. And the the thing with the narrative of Tra- uh, Travon Diggs is he's not a good press That's corner. That's it. That's what we were really getting at. Everyone always brings up how he let up a thousand yards. That is a flawed metric, anyways. You have safeties that are supposed to help in certain situations. You can't just put those thousand yards on him. And again, just to go back to the original tweet, Jalen Ramsey gave up two hundred less yards than Trevon Diggs. So Ramsey, who is touted as one of the best and well deservingly is yeah. the yeah um, they would say he's the top corner in the NFL sure he had eight gave up 800 yards so you know I, I'll take those interceptions all day since we're talking about Jalen Ramsey and Trevon Diggs I just want to say congratulations boys on our first one million view video oh yeah we, we had we a million stopped, views, we stopped yeah. tracking it I mean but it has it has a perfection Granted, it's just us clipping someone else's video, but still. But it has a Millie dog. Millie dog. Hey, that's what we're here to do. We're here to provide you with the content that you want to see. <laughs> Make sure to like and subscribe. <laughs> Here's what we do. We like to take content. Some people say it's not stealing. Well, actually, you just you you just literally ripped it and, and tossed it on like it's your own. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I didn't say... Uh, uh, a million views for original content, but that'll be impressive when that happens. Yep. And that, I, I feel like it'll be something to do with Alex being really drunk at one point. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm trying to actually find us some, here we go. I got some, fi- I got some, some relevant fantasy news for us to talk about. Like hear it. Well, fantasy it, football, fantasy what? Okay. We're in a dark like dungeon. <laughs> oh, oh, whoa. Whoa. Is that, Am I in the Matrix? Um, Skin that smoke wagon and see what happens. Here we go. So this is an article uh, by Yahoo Sports' Liz Loza. And just for anybody out there who uses the Yahoo Sports app for fantasy football, fuck you. It sucks. I hate it. I fucking. Oh, yeah. Yahoo's the worst. 
hate it. ESPN has an okay uh, one. I don't mind ESPN. ESPN's good. Yeah. NFL. I don't, NFL, they started going to the... I, when they switched off, going from NFL.com to like... Now it's... A, it's Fantasy. Yeah. That. I mean, it still sucks, but it's better than... It's better, it's better than yeah, the rest. Yeah, it It's second best. I think ESPN, ESPN's the best. ESPN I, is good. Yeah, fuck it. Best of the worst. Okay, is Saquon Barkley worth a look in the third round of the 2022 draft? Nope. Mr. Glass. I, I, I fuck wouldn't, I wouldn't be taking Barkley. Hey. Fuck him. I wouldn't touch him with your pick. <laughs> but here's here's the big news. A lot of people are saying they're going to take him over our good friend of the show, Ezekiel Elliott. Will Ezekiel Elliott manage top 10 fantasy numbers again in 2022? I think so. I honestly think I was going to ask you guys about fantasy if we started talking about it. Would you take Would you take CeeDee Lamb before Ezekiel Elliott? I think that's the biggest, as far as fantasy football goes in Cowboys, I think that's the biggest question is if you have the chance in, I would say, second or third round, Okay, are you taking CeeDee Lamb or Ezekiel Elliott? Well, yeah, it's a good question. That, that's actually a very good question. I would probably, I would probably take uh, Ezekiel Elliott over CeeDee Lamb in the second round. Yeah, I would take, I would take Zeke over in second round over CeeDee Lamb. In second round, but I mean, again, you got variables like who's who, who, what other players did I pick up in first round? Like that, you kind of have to figure that out. And if it's a keeper league or not, yeah. I like okay. So the other Let's question, just say basic. It's just a basic. Your it's your first time in a snake draft. It's not a. It's not a. It's just standard. Okay, so we're we're in a snake draft standard, and it's if you three, if the three of us are in this plus more, like someone's taking C D Lamb in the first or second, I could see it. If if you're late in the first, someone might. I could see you or more. Of a, I would never take C D Lamb in the first round. Not. A, I'm, not I'm just a saying that any chance. any other Cowboy fans in that you you know that he's gonna go. They're so probably. Are I, you the only Cowboy fan in uh in the fantasy? That's football not the league? question. The question who it just comes down to: Are you taking Zeke or C D first? There, I would take Zeke before C D. I think I would too, to be honest. Zeke's yep. a touchdown machine, and I I think he was hurt last year. I think he's going yep. to have that's exactly that's exactly ten touchdowns. I, I think he's going to have ten touchdowns this year. He might not have crazy yards, but I still think he's going to have over a thousand yards and over ten touchdowns. Alex, it, what would you do? Does that count? Does that is that good enough to take a running back in the second or third I, round? With that I, I, I think I think just due to the nature of the position, you would go with Zeke. You know. Hopefully, you can end up in a position where, say, you're drafting. Like, I'm going to change the the rules just for for my for pick shits here. And, shits but, and giggies. Yeah, just for shits and giggies, uh, giggies, because I align with you. Just for shitsies. Just shitsies. for shitsies. just for I shit my pants. Uh, oh, just for uh, just for shiggies. Just for shiggies. <laughs> <laughs> shits and giggies. Um, I would say if you, the dream would be to be able to draft Zeke like third or second last. In the first, in the second round, sorry, and then hit CD on the comeback. So you'd go both, if I could. You didn't say you, you what you said to me. I said it like, up. Hey, I just said it the, up. Answer the question. Well, I did, and he did answer it. He said Zeke first. Yeah, but I. Yeah. Okay. Right. So we we would first? all do the same thing. Look. Okay. It, so let's say you were drafting tenth in a twelve. 12 person. Oh God. <laughs> so you'd have 10 and you'd have 14. Yeah. So you, so you're lucky enough that you get, um, you pick Zeke. I don't think you'd pick Zeke at 14 though. That seems really high. No, I, I thought we were talking about 
Second round. We're talking about second round. Okay, so if you if you pick tenth, second round, that's you'd have fourteenth pick overall. No, if he picked tenth, no, he wouldn't. Yeah, it's a snake draft. Yeah, but how many, pick how, many, how many how many how many players are in it? Ten 12. or twelve? Okay, you said twelve. Okay. Oh no no no! I'm sorry. We want to on the third round. Yeah, if you be, hit. There you go. If you hit Zeke on the third round, if you hit Zeke, you'd break your arm, little kid. I believe. <laughs> I, now, what do I actually I, Zeke, think? Zeke will be. Zeke will be in a lot of drafts in the third. Uh, late, late second, early third. Early third. Yeah. I think CD Lamb is going to. I think CD will get go, drafted before yeah. Zeke. Oh yeah, more I think the often. consensus CD will go up because they're going to look at the wide receiver core. I actually wonder what he's ranked. Are, have they have they tossed up any of the rankings yet? Yeah, I think they they, they have they have Zeke around like twenty something. Because if you just go to NFL.com fantasy or whatever, like what's the what's the rankings for that? Our you fans just like to know that we're thinking of these things on the spot. It's like not like it's not like we pre pre research. Can I do the ESPNs? Stuff. Do you want uh, the, or do you want the NFLs? I want the NFL. I want Adam Sheffer. Uh, so this in Ceedee Lamb's looking great in training camp. <laughs> if I had ten thousand bucks, I would spend ten thousand bucks to punch Adam Schefter. Okay, so here's a question for you guys. I'm what, Adam what, Schefter. What what football broadcast personality would you want to punch right in the nose? Oh, and you cannot say Skip Bayless or Shannon Sharp. Um, fucking Stephen A. Smith. Oh right, I sorry. I should have said I should have had him in there. Okay, as well. well, give me. Okay, so I can't pick Stephen A. <laughs> no, you can. No, I'm just joking. You can punch yeah. Stephen A. Smith. Who who was that, that chick that was announcing at the draft? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, just joking. Chris Angel. Chris yeah, Angel. Chris Angel is who I'd like to deck. So is this this is player rankings right now. This can't be right. Oh, that's quarterback. You got, you want to go to all? Which there isn't. This you can't get. You all. can't do it yet. No, we're not. So can I? Let me pick another one. Oh my god, this is so embarrassing, Adam. Alan oh. Alan Brandon hey, is the number one ranked guy. You know, you know how I know Alex is back. What? Because he's on the computer. <laughs> yeah, we, I was following your instructions. Now I'm going rogue, and we went we went rogue. Oh my god! So I'll, I'll go, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go rogue here. Someone talk. <laughs> here we go. I got it. Fantasy football draft rankings 2022 by there, the fantasypros.com. There he goes. Obviously, we got JT, as I like to call him. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor That was your Thomas. boy last year, wasn't it? Yeah, and I'm going to keep him again. Are you actually? Uh, are you franchising him? AJ, of course. Get, I, I get got him for in. pretty cheap. Get zoomed in on that shit right there. Grab a chang song. Hey, I got one. Grab a chang song. Grab a chang. And don't don't you dare say grab a chong. I don't want to hear that bullshit. No. So this is okay, this okay, is I'm interesting. This is interesting. It's all running backs. Bullshit. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Keep, scroll down there, AJ. I just want to scroll and skip it. So the first the first wide receiver is Cooper Cup. Uh, hey, at nine. Guess who had him? Who also Ops. had a great a great year. Let's see where he's our first franchi- cowboy. He's franchise on the Chillac Knights. Period. Let's see where our first cowboy comes into play. I'm gonna say, you guys think it's gonna be CD? It's bef- gonna be Dak. Will be the first cowboy on no, the list. No, I won't. Year. I bet you. 100 percent will not be. Let me just accept these. Uh, CD Lamb 19. Whew, weak. So they're saying CD is the first cowboy off, and that would get you WR7. That would get you at. Late second. Zeke, 33. Zeke's fifth deep, 33. So you're looking at a third-round pick. Yeah. Zeke is deep. That, But that's a good value play then. 
I think so. The starting running back in the third round. Well, I mean, I, I think a lot of a lot of players. I think I think we're going to see more people. Christian McCaffrey, fucking like. I will not pick up CMC. Fuck him. Uh, I think we're going to see. I think we're going to see more people pick up TP twenty than we're going to see people pick up Zeke. I wonder where. No way. No. Zeke. I think so. Zeke's still such a good uh, goal goal line option. I'm just saying more people will pick. I'm I'm not saying the first. I think people will pick TP20 up as like a secondary back. Oh, like you're going to see more. I think you're going to see more teams utilize TP20. I think Zeke will be picked up as a, as a as a RB2 for a lot of people. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. Well, Solid RB2. But I'm I'm still thinking that I still think that TP20 will be drafted by more teams. Well, or sorry, played started. Uh, TP TP20. Okay. And in fantasy, but. I don't know. Does I think, that make sense? Yeah, I think that there is. Or, or there, am, I look, just, am I just drunk? No, I think you're drunk. Uh, there is a lot. It, Ant hates it. He's over there texting. He he he's in third down mode still. This whole episode, <laughs> he's been in third down mode. What's the, what do you mean? What is third down mode? Oh, Kilo C knows what third down mode. Whenever it's the most important play of the. Oh, uh, oh okay. that's good. Then if I'm in third down mode, <laughs> I, I think everything's important. Yeah, I know. I just. Zeke's still a very viable, way more viable fantasy. No, than no, I, Tony I didn't say that Zeke's not going to have a good season this year. I'm just saying that I think based on last uh, last year and what TP20 is is charted to do and what he did last year, I think more people are going to pick him up as like that. Like I felt like Alex was one of the only ones at first who really bought into TP20 on fantasy football. I'd like to see where he is on the regular list. Bring at it up. some point. Uh what 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 regular? Alex is in vape ten mode. I'm in vape ten. Uh, just no, no. that first list that you were at, I just want to see where TP20 is ranked. Oh, okay. Sorry. Let me go back. This is standard. Standard. Just in running backs or no, do you just want total? Overall? Yep. I think it'll give us total. Oh, whoops. Oh, my He's <laughs> just clickety-clack, eh? AJ Brown, Eagle. Hang on. Let me just... Uh, oh, I see what you're saying. You go to running back and then it, it'll... You might be able to click him after. Yeah. Zeke is 17th, tier four. Like that, fuck off. Hey, you that's, know what I, that's, hey, uh, look at the guys he's running around. Well, even look at Saquon, though. Yeah, fuck Saquon. Sa- I mean, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Glass. Mr. Glass. So let's find that TP20, son. Yeah. Tony Pollard, there 34. So I wonder 34. what his total is, like where he is overall, though. He's a fi- He's got a, a five star, a good schedule for Pollard. Pollard. I'll I'll just my my best move in fantasy is drafting everyone with the same bye week, <laughs> without even knowing it. I look down. I'm like, how the fuck is everyone have a seventh round bye? I I or a seven, week seven bye. I think number ninety one, draft rank. Yep, yep. That's it. Wow, wow top one hundred. That's pretty good. It's because there's he's got that X factor and and he's a good handcuff because if Zeke goes down, well now he becomes a yeah instant, you An know instant kid. But the guess guess who I will not I okay I, I promise this room right here that I will not draft a running back first overall for the Dallas Cowboys because wow. the power oh, that I have oh yeah because the power yeah, that I have we appreciate it when I draft a running back, they go down for season. season. Boom, they're out for season. Your sorcery. Christian McCaffrey down for season. I ha- it's like I have a gift that I yeah. didn't want. You got like the Nate Nate dog gift. Oh man, if if I the Grim who, Reaper. So uh, this is a message to all of you, to all of you uh, uh, running backs out there. If I draft you, 
Your days are numbered. You're done, son. <laughs> Your days are numbered. <laughs> You're done. Clickety-clacking with that. Oh, 